Thank you for listening to We Grew Up on Blockbusters podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alfred Gar, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Alex Warner, and we review Batman Return from 1992, directed by Tim Burton. Heads up, we do not own the rights, songs, music, anything you hear in this podcast, but we do thank you for listening, and thank you for watching We Grew Up on Blockbuster podcast. From the rooftops, the perfect enemy comes to life. I am Catwoman. And the only one who can save this city is a creature of the night. Michael Keaton. What do you want? Danny DeVito. You don't really think you'll win, do you? Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman Returns, June 19th. Directed by Tim Burton, rated PG-13. Facebook. All right. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to We Grew Up on Blockbuster, Episode 9. For anybody who didn't, well, for anyone who missed the announcement yesterday, we had a little conflict, so we had to reschedule the episode for today. But um, anybody who's tuning in, we do appreciate it. Um, And today we're going to get into our next installment in the original Batman franchise. Batman, sorry, the original four Batmans. Yes, Um, Batman Returns. Yes, Batman Returns 1992, which um, once again is directed by Tim Burton. And also coming back as Batman and Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. we also have some uh, some new um, cast people. I'm sorry, some new um, people joining the cast. Um, yep. Want to go ahead and touch on that, Alex? Yeah. So, uh, the well, first cast... off, I don't even want. I didn't want to cut you off, but you first off, I'm sorry. We're kind of like I said to where we usually do this on Sundays. We're kind of off track on some things. But first off, I'm Alfred Gar, one yep. of your co-hosts of We Grew Up on Podcast. And you are. Yep, this is Alex, Mister Mr. Movies. Uh, that's a fucking retarded right. name, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. Well, go this, ahead, Alex. Uh, including Michael Keaton in this movie is you know our titular Batman character. We have Michelle Pfeiffer playing the role of Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman. Danny DeVito as Penguin or Oswald Cobblepot. Christopher Walken plays the other bad guy, Max Shrek. Of course, returning Michael Gole as Alfred Pennyworth, Pat Hingle as James Gordon. Um, uh, yeah, that pretty much touches up on all the main cast. Michael Murray and Murphy as the mayor. Um, I don't think he was in the first one. Um, uh, he's he's a new per he's a new uh, person to the cast of this movie. But um, yeah, so that's um, that's the cast for the for this installment in this. Uh, Move this uh, specific Batman Returns came out on June nineteenth of nineteen ninety two, yep. which was about three years after the original or yeah, two. It's, uh, it's kind of it's actually kind of ironic because uh, this movie came out in the summer of ninety two, but yet it takes place during Christmas time. Yeah, that's kind of odd, but yeah, um, this movie was released um, on that date and. 
I'll have to say that this one takes a more of a darker turn, I would say, than the first yeah, one. Yeah, not not really a kids-friendly movie at all, uh, in any sense of the fucking word. <laughs> I was just watching yeah. it. Yeah. I was just, I, was just, I just got done watching it, so uh, when I, I went back, man, and I was just like, holy shit, this movie is definitely not something that I would have let kids, a child, watch back in the day. Um, fucking, the main reason, of course, Danny DeVito just looked absolutely terrifying as the Penguin. Um, it shows uh, a lot more blood in this movie, uh, shows a lot, probably, I think, more death in this movie um, than the first one. Um... But, uh, yeah, I don't it's... know about death, but definitely I would say a lot more violent. Well, yeah, I guess I would say a lot more violent, but definitely took a more of a darker approach yeah. and also kind of a little bit of sexuality in there as well. Yeah, I mean, not anything crazy, but Penguin's always horny, he's trying to, he's trying to screw everything, and plus, right. Batman but, kills um, also, <laughs> Batman kills again <laughs> in this movie, once again. Yeah, not as much as in the first one, but he definitely does some brutal things oh, and Batman no. returns. Oh, we have, Paula. Uh, we have a guest. <laughs> Paula! Say hi, say hi, Paula. Say hi to the camera. Say hi. Shy. Yeah. Are you going to talk about Paula, Batman with she's... us? Yeah, you going to talk about Batman? Yeah, you watched Batman too. Daddy probably shouldn't have let you, but that's okay. <laughs> especially not this one yeah, but yeah this, this one, one <laughs> yeah, but this one definitely took more of a darker approach and um yeah. i mean as far as my opening thoughts on it i mean just going back to what we're saying about the darker approach to it um there was even some controversy about the you know the toys that they were actually yeah, trying the, to market yeah, because, um uh, i guess i think it was what? mcdonald's right they were uh a lot of parents were up in arms over the McDonald's toys that came out during the time when this movie came out. Because, I mean, the movie, like like you said, it was really a much darker movie than before. So, I don't you know, as a parent, having a child who like, saw this movie, like, you don't, you don't want your kid having a McDonald's toy based on a really violent movie like Batman Returns. Go play, baby. Alright. Well, yeah, this one definitely took more of a turn. Um... But pretty much, you know, there's some other fun facts, which I guess we can kind of get into that a little more a little after, because I feel like we got a whole lot to cover with this movie as far as, like, you know, scenes and et cetera. Um, but before going into it, um, pretty much my opening thoughts, I don't know if we've pretty much already said, but um, I think this is the one that um, I probably grew up like i actually grew up with this i'm not saying i grew up with it but i remember this one more than i did the original um it coming on tv and etc so i was a lot more familiar with this one what's the matter honey paula what's the tension it's okay <laughs> but this one definitely had um i have more memory of this one as a child than i did the original um, but yeah, I like this one just as much as I did the first one. I'm, I do like the darker tone, um, but I definitely like this one. Yeah. Go ahead, um, your opening thoughts. Yeah, um, I definitely, I like this. I, I probably like Batman 89 more than this one, but I mean, yeah, this is a, it's a great movie. I love this one too. I grew up watching this one just as much as, 
Batman or as much as you know Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. Um, I definitely, as a as a kid, it was definitely something that my mom probably didn't want us to watch. I remember she always tells me like, "Oh, that movie's so gross. And Danny DeVito so gross." Um, I actually think at one point, like when I was a, a little kid watching this movie, uh, Danny DeVito's Penguin absolutely fucking terrified me. <laughs> Because he was yeah. so gross, man. Like, but yeah, he definitely the um the makeup for you know this version of the penguin definitely is something oh, yeah. that it's definitely terrifying. Which um yeah, he definitely I think he I don't know if he's praised enough for his performance as the penguin. Yeah, I mean he did, um, but, he did an awesome job, man. I don't think really think yeah. anybody else could have uh, could have really done the role like like Danny DeVito did. He did a right. really good job for it. Well, I guess just like you said, just based like some of the people who have done the penguin in the past have just kind of done the basic nose and, you know, really not. But he really took a stream as far as like actually deformed, like an actual yeah, monster. Uh, so cause I, I don't know if you've seen the if you saw the Batman one that just came out this year. Uh, my opinion, yeah. the paint, Colin Farrell is the penguin kind of sucked. <laughs> Oh, he didn't really have, like, as far as established, I guess that's, for me, just, maybe because he wasn't established, but, I mean, I guess as far as look-wise, he definitely had that grotesque look to him, but it wasn't quite, but, like, I mean, if they ever do, you know, go forth with a a sequel or something, we'll see what what he might bring to that role, but let's go ahead and get into a little bit of the movie now, um, yep. So pretty much, unlike the first one, we don't we start off with the scene instead of the credits. And in the opening scene, we uh, start off at the Cobblepot Manor or mansion, where a baby is presumably being born. As a man is standing next to the window, a man who is actually Paul Rubin, uh, more famously known as Pee Wee Herman. Yep. Which um actually is um a little bit of a I don't know if it's a nod, but Tim Burton directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure in 1985, so yeah, he kind of has some ties. Yeah, I actually didn't realize that was uh, Pee Wee Herman until uh, just a little while ago. Um, he didn't really look like uh, Paul Rubin or Pee Wee Herman, and I guess that's well, part of the makeup and stuff. So I mean, he lo- actually looked like a pretty good character. Well, just a mustache, but yeah, pretty much. You know, he um, we see this man, you know, standing over a window as he's waiting for his wife to give birth and as she gives birth we see him walk the room and we hear a pretty pretty disturbing yell of i don't know if it's fear or just pretty just disturbing just to yell like something has gone terribly wrong yeah i'm pretty sure the doctor saw saw uh, oswald when, or the baby when he came out and just like screamed for his fucking life because he was just so ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think right, so, it. Well, did the doctor scream too, or was it just yeah, um, um, Oswald? Yeah, um, it was uh, first. You know, she screamed as you know she's pushing. Obviously, she's in labor. Right. Um, and then you hear the wah, wah, the scream from the you know, Oswald, and then you hear a, oh, like, yeah, it was like the doctor in the room giving birth or uh, give, helping yeah, so. her give birth rather so that's how the scene the opening scene starts out and then in the next scene we cut to we show that they have 
resorted to actually putting this baby or whatever this thing is in a cage, yeah, like an animal. Yeah, child abuse is a thing, I guess, in Gotham. <laughs> right. Well, we can see just a little glance of the little, I don't know if you call them, what would you call his little, uh, uh, the penguin things, the little, uh, um, the flipper, little paws. Or whatever, flipper. Yeah, the flippers. Yeah, we see like little flippers come out of this cage and snatch up a cat and assuming done something pretty hated or I don't know. <laughs> he ate that some bitch. <laughs> uh, something, but whatever it was, it was enough to, you know, even prove even more that there's something disturbing with this, with this thing. Um, but then the next scene cuts to the Oswalds uh, pushing a baby carriage. Yeah, uh, um, across the bridge. Yeah, so uh, they're you know it's snowing in Gotham. I guess it's winter time. This whole movie is centered around winter time. So um, they're pushing him. They go up to a bridge. Then all of a sudden, they pick the baby up and just throw him over the bridge. Just give him the old yeet across the fucking stream of water going through. You know. Yeah, just pretty much just disown it and yeah, I mean, you know, send it with. Them being known. It's like adoption must not be a thing in Gotham City, you know. Well, I'm pretty sure they figured that. I don't think anything would, fortunately, take what that was. So I guess instead of risking, you know, risking their image or whatever they wanted to keep secret, they thought they'd just be better just to just to get rid of it. So basically, like you said, they throw it over the bridge and it just strolls away. Uh, down into the sewers where that's when we get the credits while the bassinet just kind of strolls through the sewer and finally the the bassinet just kind of stops in front of some penguins that are just kind of looking over it yeah because apparently then, penguins live in sewers and stuff. i thought they yeah, right. lived in the arctic but i guess they live in the sewers so i guess we've been wrong we've been wrong this whole time about where penguins actually come from um, well, this is Gotham City. Anything's possible. True. So, uh, the next scene, it's a shot of Gotham City. It's actually, it's actually like a very, like, beautiful scene of the city. Um, you see the, the, uh, this woman, she's the Ice Queen. Um, actually, I uh, probably should have mentioned who plays her. Uh, that is Christy Conaway. Ice Queen? Okay. Um, so she is, well, uh, I guess you also want to mention that this happens to be 33 years later after events oh. of the first scene but yeah actually go actually, ahead i didn't even think about that um, I, I guess i didn't see that part come up um i put that in my notes just so that i would remember but yeah 33 years later Gotham yeah. city so uh she's uh, the ice queen standing in front of a big tree this big tree in gotham uh she's like you know it's time to light the tree um you can see there's also a scene like where you see the these grotesque hands sticking out from the sewers grabbing hold of some like uh sewer bars um we, we see alfred walking down the street with some gifts some guy is trying to sell his uh you know conspiracy newspaper alfred basically calls him retarded you know that shit's fake bro <laughs> don't listen to what you hear um, it then cuts to a big, very large building with a giant, freaky-looking cat head spinning on it. Uh, here we see inside a board meeting taking place. And this is where we meet one of the, uh, three villains in this movie, Max Shrek, played by Christopher Walken. Alright. So, yeah, we meet 
Max Shrek, who is holding a meeting with the mayor, discussing some plans for the city. And um, as they're discussing plans, happens, well, in walks in Selena Kyle, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, who um, she is pouring coffee and is a little bumbly, a little, um, a little, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but, you know, she's pretty, <laughs> she's pretty bubbly and, you know, not bubbly, but Bumbling. it's obvious that. <laughs> So she's, you know, spilling things, and uh, but pretty much we meet Selena Kyle um, as Michelle Pfeiffer, and Max Shrek kind of, I don't know if it would say disrespects her, but kind of yeah, tells uh, her, you know, that uh, you know '90s uh, misogyny where you know men are higher than women, I guess. <laughs> well, that uh, Max is pretty much a jerk and dick. I mean, dickbag. <laughs> Uh, he says, you know, I guess we haven't housebroken Miss Kyle yet. <laughs> I was just like, the fuck you mean by that, dude? <laughs> well, I guess that's just kind of a, a nod to what would come later on. But yeah, after the meeting, um, the next scene cuts to a press conference being held in Gotham, uh, where Max is about to give a speech, which happens to be back in his office that he's forgotten. So you know, he pretty much on the fly just thinks of some... Some pretty, you know, some pretty nice things to say off the top, which... Uh, we forgot about, uh, we forgot to mention uh, his son, Chip, walking in. Oh, uh, yes, yes. In my notes, I put, uh, some schlub walks in. This is Max's son, Chip, played by Andrew yeah. uh, Raniarski, uh, who pretty much in this scene is trying to out-walk in Christopher Walken. Like, with the, the fakest, I... like, New York Christopher Walken accent, accent. I've ever heard. <laughs> Right, but yeah, Chip is Max's son, which he really, he really doesn't have too much, you know, going. But anyway, like I said, it cuts to the press conference where Max is giving a speech and um, wins over, you know, wins over Gotham City with his words. And then we see that down in the depths of somewhere is, like you said, these once again these fans with someone saying the words that you will make good on what you're saying make good on what you're promising then shortly after that there's some circus performers or gang attacks gotham city uh, i'm in the middle of the press conference in which um max takes off immediately and tries to escape um is it before that this chip no, that's not. Chip doesn't sacrifice himself. Then Max just happens uh, to run away. Let's try to see. Uh, Alan, I'm just looking through the notes to see. Uh, no, cause I remember like he. Uh, it, it happens during this. Yeah, so it happens a little bit during this scene. Uh, so you know the gangs like attacking the city. Uh, it shows like the cop car with Gordon. You know, say what are you waiting for? Uh, throw up the signal. Um. Then uh, the dude that had like the Jack in the Box minigun, he goes like he says, "We want the big guy." The mayor steps up, or he says, "We want the big guy, the one who runs the show." And the mayor steps up, and he's like, "Not you." You. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then um. Like, Get fuck, boy. We want Max Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then Max takes off, um, and then. All the chaos is going. We cut to Bruce um, waiting, awaiting the bat signal, and then the bat signal is lit up to where Bruce and Batman's called into action. So, um, 
Batman shows up and pretty much, you know, takes down the gang and ends up lighting this guy on fire with yeah. his Batmobile. <laughs> this kills. guy dressed up in the... <laughs> kills, kills people, <laughs> like I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't just kill. He straight up let this guy on fire, but... Torched him. I guess this... Yeah, but this guy he was playing with fire anyway, so Batman really gave it to him. But he lights the guy on fire, and then shortly after that, Selena Kyle is shown um, in the middle of all this chaos as she was on her way to give Max his speech and is attacked by one of the the thugs, which Batman happens to intervene and saves Selena, which before walking off kind of gives her a little mysterious and of a I don't know if I'd call it awkward but some of it an interested look I, I don't know what would you say that look was <laughs> oh, he gives her I kind of felt like he was like undressing her with his eyeballs <laughs> yeah something like that he basically he just checking like, her out now. for a little second yeah before just going back off into you know um, going off into business but then you can see that she um, takes away a stun gun that the thug had um, been yeah. threatening her with and tases with it <laughs> yeah, and like just basically puts it in her purse or whatever and saves it for just uh saves it for herself. Um but in the middle of all this chaos, Max finds himself in the sewer, right? Yeah, um so he like uh I guess he cuts down this alleyway where it's like has this wall with a face on it, and then all of a sudden uh he gets drops down into a hole. Um the camera scene like cuts through uh I guess where the cemetery is at, like it's Showing him going through, but what it looks like um, a top. Um, he uh, gets in the sewers. He sees like all these like freaky ass people and penguins. The uh, penguin is feeding them. He's like hi, and he goes, uh, "I believe the word you are looking for is ah!" <laughs> Starts screaming. It's like one of my favorite lines of the movie, I think. Yeah, you know something's up with Matt's because he's. While he's kind of, you know, a little stunned about what he's, what he's witnessing, not really, you know, something he's like, he seems to be, you know, that, that scared of. But pretty much uh, Penguin makes a proposition to Max um, to help him introduce to Gotham City so that he can, what he calls, reclaim his humanity instead of being locked down in the sewers as a monster. No, baby, it's nasty um, stuff. Max is a little reluctant to help Penguin out. Penguin has some dirt on Max. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I will fucking pretty much expose you. He shows him, like, all this evidence that he has on him. And to, uh, which, at one point, uh, you know, he asks him, uh, how's his old business partner? And, you know, Max tries to, like, pretty much lie and say that, oh, he's on extended vacation, meaning he's dead. And then, uh, yeah, Penguin then... pulls out a, a hand from the this little gift Somewhere. bag he has. He says, hi, Max, remember me? I'm Fred's hand. Yeah, let me have that, baby. I thought the funniest part of that scene is, like, uh, you know, when they go to shake on it, and uh, Penguin is holding, like, the severed hand, Sever. and Max just shakes it, like, it's, like, there's nothing there to it, just, like, hey. <laughs> he just kind of looks at All it, right. like, oh. <laughs> and so, pretty much, they make, um, you know, they agree to have him introduced to Gotham City in some way and then um, we uh, cut to a scene where Selena Kyle is returning to her home which um, reveals that she's pretty much a um, 
pretty much a woman with a meanest, meaningless life. Um, really no, lady. yeah, no love life. Um, which a guy literally dumps her um, over over um, a voice message. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she pretty, yeah. So she pretty much has a meaningless life, and then she sends a message to her own self that she forgot something at work. So she returns back to Shrek's um, Shrek's Incorporation uh, Corporation, where she's seen going through some files, and then Max happens to walk in, and she happens to be reading some files that she should not be reading, and therefore Max comes to the conclusion that you know she's Must seen die. something she hasn't. Yep. So she has to she has to go. So pretty much after Timmy dating her and just playing with her a little bit. He pushes her out um, a window that's pretty, <laughs> pretty large. I'm sorry, pretty high up. Yeah, I mean, you see the size of the window that he shoves her out of. I mean, the, a person's body would just probably explode with how, how high the, the, that fucking fall was. I mean, they were pretty high yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know if the snow had anything to do with it, well, but yeah. Yeah, she... I mean, she does fall through all that stuff, so I mean, I guess it could have, like, kind of broken her fall a little bit. Broke her fall. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, she, what we think, is dead when we cut to the scene of her, what seems to be her lifeless body laying on the ground, and then a bunch of cats happen to start swarming her and pretty much nibbling on her fingers, and I don't know, just, I don't know what it, technically it would be described as, but, you know, giving her some kind of power or some type of energy, and then she just happens to open her eyes and she's alive again or she's okay so returns home and she's pretty much in a i don't know if you would call it a, cata- a catatonic state i don't know yeah, but i mean yeah she just goes through just like starts screaming like ripping shit off the walls breaking shit spray painting stuff uh she destroys her little dollhouse thing um then we see her she starts grabbing a bunch of stuff like uh i can't remember what was i can't remember what, what the, I don't know if it was just like leather or like some type of like spandex stuff. But she just starts making a suit out uh, of. She just starts basically just knitting up stuff, and she and makes a glove that she puts a, a little sharp fingernail yeah. on it, and like, like, like she's making some. Yeah, she's making some type of we- weapon. But then when it cuts out to the outside of the apartment, to the building where we can see she has made a. A uh, pretty, a pretty, uh, se- se- I don't know, seductive suit, and is kind of uh, feeling herself a little bit. Yeah, I was feeling feels that so too. much. <laughs> she she feels so much more yummier, as she put it. Yeah, so, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. Yeah, Catwoman is in swing. So the next scene is another press conference, right? Yeah, so the mayor he's giving a speech. Uh, I think it was I think it was the speech where he's talking about you know the police have and the like you know whatever have it all under control. Um, some dude in the background like starts backflipping behind him, pushes the mayor out of the way, grabs uh, the mayor's baby, and he goes, uh, "I'm not very good with speeches, but uh, thanks," and takes off down to the sewer. Um, and then in a bit of a very bad acting. He's like, oh, it's that penguin guy. Oh, no, please don't hurt me. Take the baby. 
and hands the baby to Penguin. Penguin rises up out of the sewer, a hero. Where uh, all the high rise taking pictures and you know all that good stuff, and he's talking about, I just want to find who my, find my parents, find out who I am, who they are, blah blah, blah all this good shit. Trying basically trying to make himself look like the good guy. All right, so they basically have a little ploy to make him look as if make him look as sympathy. Um, but then you know, we cut to Bruce, who he's watching it on TV, and he himself kind of has a little look of. Little, you know, skeptical like, not really. Yeah, all the while. To while think of what he's watching. All the while, you know, poor Alfred, you know, he's like 80, 90 something at this point, putting up the Christmas tree. Like, what the hell, Bruce? Why <laughs> he's just sitting there watching TV? But yeah, just let the poor yeah. old guy put up your damn Christmas tree. Like, get out of here, you bastard. Uh, Alfred, Alfred takes his job seriously, but um. Yeah, then the next scene cuts to um, Penguin, um, basically, um, well, no, not, uh, yeah, yeah, the next scene cuts to Penguin um, in the library, just doing quote-unquote research um, on his parents, trying to find out who they are, etc. And then we cut to Bruce, who's in the Batcave, investigating a circus crime that happened, um, that kind of coincides a little bit to what happened, you know, leading into penguin revealing himself to the world which he kind of is putting two and two together that something isn't right as this penguin guy just happens to show up and the circus people show up so he drives past the library where the penguin is doing his research and he admits to alfred that he thinks something is not right about this guy and something else really going on yep then funny kind of scene that I picked out out of that is like well you know Bruce was looking through the uh, the newspaper uh, with his computer and Alfred gives him the food and he takes it by oh, the yeah. and he goes like it's cold and Alfred goes it's vichyssoise sir it's supposed to be cold <laughs> I thought that was pretty just funny just eats it yeah yeah it's like you do like just the way he was eating it though you do expect it like it was gonna be something like hot soup but yeah, yeah I caught that too that's a pretty funny scene um, and then the next scene cuts to um, Oswald um, visiting his parents' grave. Yep, yep. He goes to the cemetery. Um, he does the whole all kneeling down dramatic scene where he's like, "Oh, my mom and dad found you." Blah blah. blah. Um, he comes back. Um, you know, somebody calls him Penguin. He said, uh, "Penguin is a bird that you cannot fly." He says, "I am a man. I am a man with a name. Oswald Cobblepot." So um, now he has the name. <laughs> yep. Basically says that his parents hated him for being a freak, but he forgives them. Because, you know, that's what you do. Right. So, yeah, like you said, he pretty much puts on and that fiasco. Get out of your mouth. And then he Thank ends you. up becoming Gotham's number one sensation. Um, and pretty much a, um, yeah, pretty much becomes a sensation in Gotham. And then the next scene cuts to a mugger uh, attacking a woman, which Selena he shows up and introduces herself as Catwoman by pretty much assaulting this mugger pretty viciously, cutting TikTok, toeing his face all up and knocking him out. It beats his before ass. She, yeah, and pretty much tells the woman that she needs to, you know, she needs to 
stop expecting people to stick up for her as Selena has found her new inner her inner new courage to take up I for am, herself. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Roar. And she does backflips up out into <laughs> to disappears off into somewhere. I know she does um, like quite a bit in this movie. She just backflips everywhere. Right. Uh, she's pretty uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she's pretty hot in this, I can't lie. Yeah, you're you're telling the truth there, brother. <laughs> well but then the next scene cuts right. But Bruce uh cuts to another scene where Bruce is meeting with Max, which he pretty much is telling him that he agree with his plans or pretty much just tell him, you know, I don't agree with what you're doing with business wise and um Max pretty much tells him, Hey, I don't like you. You know, I you're you know, you're pretty much uh, uh silver spooned yeah, pretty much somebody who comes from privilege. Pretty much gives him the Hulk Hogan, that doesn't work for me, brother. Right. Says, Well you can't exactly you can't exactly, um, can't exactly be a hypocrite and, you know, say that Oswald is not what he seems because you both come from the same cloth, technically. Well, they would have come from the same cloth had Oswald not been abandoned by his parents. Yep. But then, after all this is going on, Selena comes in at the surprise of Max, who surprised that she's still alive. Yeah, looks like he's seen a ghost. Literally. And she just kind of, you know, I guess plays with him a little bit, acting as if nothing had happened. And she's just back at work like normal. <laughs> like yeah. he didn't push her out a window a night or two ago. Bruce like, Bruce like almost, you know, exposed himself, saying, oh, we've met. And she's like, what? He's like, oh, oh never mind. I, I mistaken you for someone else. Right. So Bruce right off right. well, Bruce right off the bat like you said earlier he kind of gives her this look um, of traction but then it's even more obvious now that he's attracted to her as he's kind of bumbling over his words and a little bit of what we saw oh. in the first film Get out of your mouth, baby. Tis, uh, with Thank his you. interaction with um, Vicky Vale kind of you know in typical Bruce Wayne fashion um, so yeah, he pretty much, you know, tries to make a little pass at her, but the next scene cuts to Max visiting Penguin. Um, the, uh, yeah, he, uh, the next scene cuts to Max visiting Penguin, right? Yeah, I was showed like a little scene where, uh, Max is like telling, uh, his son that, oh, if she tries to blackmail me, I'll just throw her out a bigger window. And then he that goes bigger to fish Penguin, fry. yeah. Just yeah, and he goes to see. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, God, the penguin is just so fucking grotesque in this movie, dude. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's just sitting upstairs in baggy old pajamas or whatever he's wearing. Um, but anyway, he's up there, you know, plotting or whatever he's doing up there, and Max pretty much convinces him to come downstairs with the big old nasty fish, which is that part is disgusting to me like just the way he's eating that fish and like it's just like it's the best thing he's ever had <laughs> like if, like he gave him like a big juicy cheeseburger or something but um but he uh, lures him downstairs and at the surprise of Oswald there are a bunch of 
people downstairs who Max has a plan to try to get Oswald elected for mayor in a pretty, I'm going to say a pretty devious plan, I guess, to have the mayor somehow um, have him impeached or whatever the case may be, have him have him taken out of that role and have Oswald put in the role. And during this, um, during this, this, uh, this gathering, there's some image consultants that, um, are to work with Oswald. And one makes a pretty, he insults him, insults his look, and Oswald goes, it could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood. Yeah. And basically bites his nose, man. <laughs> it basically takes a big chunk of bite out of his nose, which blood just basically like, yeah, that was pretty messed up. <laughs> and like, guy, literally, the guy is just like sitting there with bloody nose, <laughs> probably not even attached to his face anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much that. That sums up that scene pretty much. Like I said, Max's plan is to get Oswald elected as mayor, and by doing so, also. Getting the mayor out of the way, and also yeah. Oswald. Good. All right, I was gonna say, and then just, uh, one little scene that uh, I mentioned, like Max is mentioning something about filling the void, <laughs> and the penguin. Right. He looks at that chick and says, "I'd like to fill her void." <laughs> right. It was like Jesus Christ. And he's like, he's just talking to him. And he's like, <sighs> he said, I think he said, a limited poutang. So <laughs> basically, Max makes too. a bunch. of yeah, but he makes a lot of interesting points, so Oswald is all in for that plan. Um, then the next scene uh, cuts to um, the circus gang once again um, wreaking havoc on Gotham. And Batman shows up once again to uh, forward the attack and take down the gang. Um, meanwhile, Catwoman is pretty much going around Gotham playing <laughs> her own amusement. Picking into stores, destroying things, um, and one henchman. Uh, this is a scene where one of the big old henchmen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, even the scene like where Batman's like walking around with that bomb, and then uh, the dude pops out. He like knocks his ass out, and then he starts punching the big guy. He's like, "Come on, hit me!" So then he like puts the bomb on him. He's like, gives that fucking goofy ass smile, throws him in the fucking hole. <laughs> Just blows up. Blows him yeah, up. That's pretty. That's that pretty is, brutal. There's a that scene. There, there's one frame of Batman's like fucked up smile that actually is like a became an internet meme. Is that a is that a meme? That yeah. specific scene? Yeah. I don't the, think I've ever seen it before. Yeah, the scene like where he's Flares. like smiling, he goes and he like throws him over. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a meme. Uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, and then the scene basically cuts to Batman. Um, well, he comes face to face with Penguin, then. They come face to face with Catwoman, um, with her basically the the store behind her exploding as she, after she basically put a bunch of microwaves on, <laughs> put a bunch of microwaves set to explode. Um, yeah, she goes, so yeah, and then boom, and it just explodes, and then Penguin goes, "I saw her first, and then just goes just goes off with his um, goes off on his umbrella, but um. Batman proceeds to chase down Catwoman, and they have a somewhat, um, you know, a little brief fight, as well as a somewhat of a little awkward sexual interaction as well with each other. A lot of sexual tension between them. 
right? Which basically um, leads to her, him being Batman being distracted long enough for her to stab him with one of her fingernails, and he knocks her into a, a truck of litter. They like bitch, like bitch slaps her off that fucking building. Is like uh, there's that one. Yeah. I think she like kicked him or something. He just fucking bit, pimp slaps her. Right. Pretty much um, knocks her into a truck of litter. And basically, um, after that scene, um, it basically goes back to, um, well, I might be missing something in between here. I don't know if there was something in between that I, I just didn't think that was too relevant. But um, pretty much after that scene, because the next scene where um, Catwoman is up and waiting for the Penguin in his quarters... Uh, basically proposing the alliance to kill Batman while um, like you said he's pretty much just being a horned dog yeah, thinking everything much, is pretty much like pretty much like Trump before Trump was Trump man like he talks about like <laughs> he talks about like uh, groping like the people yeah, like, yeah man, very very Trump-esque yep. there buddy well, if I, I guess I was in the same position as Penguin, I'd probably have the same feelings towards Catwoman. As she's given off pretty much all these sexual vibes, but at the same time, she's just she's just kind of proposing an alliance to kill Batman. So they pretty much agree to that. And then um, the next scene cuts to Oswald challenging the mayor to a relighting of a Christmas tree in Gotham City. And... Pretty much that turns out to be, of course, later. We, of course, we know later it turns out to be a, a trap. But um, the next day, Bat, uh, not Bat, but Bruce, um, he sees Selena in Gotham City and takes her out on the date yep. to watch the, watch the tree lighting together. And she, she, um, she accepts. And then the next scene cuts to the model, the princess yeah, in the, the tent, right? Yeah, the Ice Queen, who, Jesus Christ, she is, uh, whew, a lot of good-looking women in this movie. Uh, she's fucking beautiful yeah. as well. Uh, so she's No sense, tent. though. <laughs> yeah. She is in her tent, you know, getting ready. The uh, Penguin comes in, tells her, you know, he's like a modeling agent or whatever. Um, he, uh, tells her, he's, she, he shows, like, the battering. She's like, who's got a camera? She says, say, jeez, and, like, chucks it at her. Um... And yeah. then it cuts to uh, Selena and Bruce at uh, Bruce's mansion. Uh, I, I'm kind of starting to get a feeling like they both know who the other one is, like the secret identity. Um, especially, like, you know, when they start, like, making out and shit, and then, like, she, like, touches up on his uh, injuries, and he starts touching on her injuries, and then all of a sudden they get up, it's like, oh, we got, I got, I got, sorry, I gotta go. Right, both of them are interrupted by the report on the news, and I guess it might be somewhat, um, I guess somewhat relevant that we do, um, well, Bruce does reveal that, you know, his relation, real relationship with Vicky Vale didn't yeah. really go as planned, I'm sorry, didn't go, you know, the way he wanted, and pretty much they had difference, differences, you know, with him being Batman and Bruce Wayne and et cetera. So like you said, pretty much him and Selena, they have a lot more in common, so to speak. So they're a little more made for each other and they get intimate. And then the news on the report on the news comes on uh, reporting that the princess was kidnapped. And then, like you said, both of them leave in a hurry, each 
course, we know each for different things. Um, but then Batman does arrive at the scene where he does find the princess um, princess uh, tied up. And he also meets Catwoman. She's there waiting on him. Quit, honey. To set the trap. Um, and then... Well, I forgot to mention that before he actually goes looking for the princess, he parks the Batmobile yeah. and puts a shield on it. And then we see that yeah, the, the Penguin's goons or whatever are starting to like they disassemble it and pretty much strap like a, a remote control device to it, which we see which we see why a little bit later on after uh, after this scene um, they start they start disassembling yeah disassembling the Batmobile um, and then they end up getting it put back together. Which uh, we will yeah. see very shortly why that is. Right. So Batman finds the princess, and like I said, uh, Catwoman is waiting for him as well as a trap. And he takes her, um, sorry, Catwoman takes her to the edge of, takes her on the rooftop of the building, and presumably just leaves her there. But then the penguin seems to come out of nowhere and unleashes a bunch of bats basically causing her to fall off the roof to i don't know if that's was it a i don't know if it was a present box or was it the like electrical stuff as soon as she uh, failed the tree lighted right yeah i think it might have been an electrical box yeah but whatever she fell on it lights the tree so basically um and she dies. doesn't look yeah so it doesn't look good for batman as he's the only one on top of the roof and it looks like he's the one who pushed her so as the police, you know, as the police are after him now, believing that he has something to do with what just happened, um, Catwoman kind of kind of has this moment of almost, I don't know if you would call it conscious. I don't know if her, if her conscious was getting to her, but she has somewhat of a, a disagreement. She has a disagreeing moment with Penguin, who... He much tells her, you know, you know, I did that. That was supposed to happen the way it was supposed to happen. And after pretty much Oswald, again, <laughs> he another, again he tries to make some sexual advances at her. She turns him down, and it's okay. And he gets angry and pretty much betrays her and has his umbrella um, pretty much strap her up up into the sky. And drops her into a building, and yeah, it pretty much portrays her. <laughs> yeah, she, she turned her. him down. Yep, she drops into a uh, what looks like I believe it's a what are those fucking thing called where they keep all the it's a greenhouse. She drops her into a greenhouse. Yeah, like, it's all glass. Like she our, screams so loud, and the entire building just like breaks. bursts into broken glass. Right. So yeah, he betrays her, and then. Like you said, um, Batman returns to the Batmobile and realizes that the Penguin has hacked the Batmobile. Um, pretty much he takes the Batmobile on the ride from hell all the way through Gotham City, destroying everything. Um, you know, basically with the Penguin on the screen, mocking him, taunting him, um, making a, sorry, uh, Operating the operating the Batmobile. Yeah, um, 
I thought it's funny. He's he's operating the Batmobile from like every like outside a store or something. You see those little rides? Yeah, I was gonna say that. In. Yeah, it's like one of those. I thought it was kind of funny. One of those uh, old school like Kmart things. You yeah, stay up, he starts, just have outside Kmart. Yeah, he's like controlling the Batmobile, making him like run over people, run through cars. Um, I guess uh, he, I don't remember if uh, he told if Penguin told him where. Or what he did, or if the Batmobile just shows like where it was at, and he like busts underneath and pulls it out, and then he's able to get yeah. somewhat control back of the Batmobile. Before, um, well, not before uh, recording Penguin's confession of his true intentions of yeah, 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 yeah. what he plans to do with Gotham. Um, but like you said, he gets control um, of the Batmobile back. And then the next scene cuts to another press conference and where Penguin is giving a speech, uh, which Bruce um, is basically ready to show his true colors, ready to to turn the tables, turn the tables on Penguin. Um, not before having a little a little discussion with Alfred about security in the Batcave, because <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, um, Alfred the, is makes the Vicky Vale joke about her being in the Batcave. It's like, why are you talking to me about security? Let Vicky Vale into the Batcave. <laughs> I'm just sitting there working, and hey, Vicky, how you doing? Come on in. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much they um go down to the Batcave where Bruce is um he's got the uh, he's got the um he's got the, the he's got his he's got his technology basically set to hack the intercoms of where the press conference is being held, uh, basically dubbing over um, dubbing over his actual speech live speech yep. and show uh, he's playing the recording of what he had said to Batman as far as what his true intentions with Gotham is as in his words playing the city like a harp from hell yep and then so uh, some somehow uh, everyone in the crowd seems to have eggs and tomatoes and begins throwing them at uh, at the old Oswald to which he uh, Mac returns on him. Yep. To make he uh, to which he makes the uh, the joke. Uh, uh, why do they always bring eggs and tomatoes to a speech? And then starts shooting into the crowd with his uh, umbrella, and then runs away <laughs> back into the sewers. Yeah, but uh, it's pretty. I guess it's um, important to uh, it's important to uh, mention that Max pretty much walks and abandons him after he pretty much is you know the blown their cover is blown so. Max no longer has, he doesn't want anything to do with Penguin, and it's like, well, dude, you're on your own now, sorry. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, it's like when the other bad guy, like, they figure it out, he's like, oh my gosh, no, I couldn't believe you did this, yeah, I'm not, I had no part of that. Oh yeah, pretty much leaves him hanging, and then pretty much Penguin, he runs off, and he returns to the sewers where he came from, as he's no longer... He's no longer Gotham's favorite son anymore. Yeah, I thought so, this, uh, this little bit was funny because, like, uh, the dude, that one guy looks down and goes, uh, good speech, Oswald. He, like, bitch slaps him off the thing. <laughs> and he says, I am not Oswald. I am Penguin. I am not a human. I am an animal. And he begins to plot to kill all of Gotham's uh, firstborn children. Um, Bruce, a little while later, shows up to uh, Max's costume party. Um... Him and Max kind of have like a little go at it about you know him almost making Penguin the the mayor, um, and then he finds uh, Selina. Um, you know, first he's like, oh, you know, no hard feelings, 
Then she says, semi-hard feelings, which I kind of took as a boner joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of sexual, yeah. uh, sexual but But yeah, she shows up and, you know, they're pretty much having a little conversation where she pretty much tells them that she plans to kill Max and that nothing can stop her and he much wants Batman, I'm sorry, not Batman, but Bruce... When she um, says to him what she said to him as Catwoman earlier in the film, he realizes that she is Catwoman, and much after that, the um, penguin intrudes. Um, he he, um, he comes uh, up from the ground in a, a big old duck. Yeah, um, a big old duck car. And, uh, and tells all the... Uh, tells all the people at the party that he plans to kidnap all their firstborn sons and plan to drown them why while they're out getting juiced and out <laughs> doing stuff that you know <laughs> they shouldn't be doing to probably yeah, his parents partying. yeah um, so but um go ahead i was say uh, yeah so uh then he tell he uh, goes to uh to Chip, who he's pretty much, he's gonna take Chip, and Max is like, if you have any iota of humanity in there, please let him go, and he goes, uh, I don't, so no. <laughs> but then he ends up taking then, Max anyway, instead of Chip. Which, no, Max kind of manipulates Penguin into doing that, which, that's kind of his, as far as a villain, his, his powers to, his manipulation, so yeah, he manipulates Penguin into taking him, and then they go down into the sewer um, in his duck where he says <laughs> I thought the part was pretty funny too where he goes in the duck in the duck um, so yeah then after that uh, we see a, a train like pulling up through Gotham uh, these goons are coming out with all these children um, but Batman shows up and starts kicking all their asses um then it what goes. Was the plan? Yeah, then back into the sewer. Uh, the monkey shows up. I guess he was the little monkey that belonged to the driver of the train. Um, Penguin's like, uh, where's the chip? Where's all the children? Uh, instead, he hands him a note from Batman. Pretty much says, nah, bro, I fooled your plan. Get, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, he then he just screeches. yells, nah, with his big old nasty oily mouther. Whatever's in his mouth, but yeah, <laughs> then he cuts. <laughs> uh, well, pretty much the next scene cuts to um, now Penguin is no longer cares about firstborn. He just wants to kill all the babies of Gotham City. Yes, in a very no uh, one's exempt. In a very general George S. Patton type speech, he says, uh, we "Kill the them troops all." Troops ready for war. Yep, kill them all. Troops getting. And uh, I must say, so, uh, there, there must be no, there's nothing more terrifying than penguins with five rockets attached to their backs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he sends them off to to do uh, what they need to do and blow up everybody, the babies and everything. Um, so Batman, he ends up uh, he ends up uh, going down into the sewer. The, the sorry, going into the sewer with uh, is, is is it Bat submarine? I don't I know what exactly it, what call it. Bat boat. boat, yeah. So he uh, shows up in the bat boat into the sewer and basically is looking to um, jam the signal of the missiles, um, basically putting the penguins in a different direction, uh, getting them away from Gotham. 
So with Alfred's help, he is successful in jamming the signal to where he's able to uh, he's able to um, direct the the penguins elsewhere. So as he does that, he he heads back to the sewer penguin, which penguin now um, realizing that uh, everybody, the gang, and everybody realizing that they're pretty much you know done for. They yeah, one by one, just pretty much abandon him. You know, <laughs> you're on your own. And then he um, jumps into his duck to escape, and Batman uh, cuts him off with the the bat um, the bat. What were you calling it again? What are we calling it? I just call it the bat boat. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, the bat boat. Yeah, the bat boat. Uh, yeah, we'll call it the bat boat. But um, yeah, he cuts off uh, off penguin with his bat boat, and uh, they ends up uh, he ends up uh, cutting them off and they end up going outside of the sewer um, I don't know how to explain that they pretty much it was like a big old building that he just kind of rear-ended him out of yeah, and then they're like, out so. he drove through that I thought I, I thought it was like a pile of snow at first because I mean that's all I saw when he comes by on the bat boat like jumps through and just lands on top of him um, and then Batman right. like gets out and then penguin like jumps on him attacks so, him maybe <laughs> i don't know like i felt just every scene where he like jumps on somebody it's like <laughs> won't that break somebody's back just this big old <laughs> thing like, like jumping on you i was like you know the scene where uh you know they first or penguin first sees Catwoman, and he goes uh, i saw her first <laughs> gotta fly i was like how the fuck is that umbrella able to support <laughs> that much weight without just fucking right. like nope yeah, so pretty much he comes out and he pretty comes out the cut on Batman and jumps on him. And um, while they're having a little standoff, he Batman reveals that he has control over the penguins and the rockets, and yep. that I makes Penguin pretty crazy and irate, and he just starts swinging the umbrella at Batman. Um, so yeah, he, um, he pretty much you know he. Uh, Sorry, I was trying to find my place. Well, pretty much, you know, he uh, ends up um, trying to attack Batman, but he ends up falling into the the sewer. Um, yeah, like is, the, is it falling into the sewer? Yeah, it's like he so he grabs. Uh, he, he's able to get that remote from Batman, and like he's pressing it, which you know activates the rockets and shit. And some somewhere, I, I don't know where they came from, but these bats come out, like surround him. And it causes him to, like, fall back into the sewer. So, I don't know. Maybe the bats attacked him? I don't know. But pretty much, you know, he's he's out of the picture for a second. And then we cut back to Max, who is in a, a cage and is outsmarts the monkey into getting the keys to get out of the cage. And as he's getting out of the cage, um, Selena returns to finish off what she started, mm -hmm. killing uh, Max, which... Um, before doing so, uh, Bruce Batman shows up and tries to pretty much talk Selena out of it. Yeah. Tries to tell her. This is. Uh, tries to tell her. This is uh, which I don't. I don't. If uh, I don't know if, if anybody hasn't ever seen uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Um, I think this movie really inspired that movie because at the end scene where. Uh, where uh shit, what's her fucking name in the movie? Oh uh where uh 
Beaumont goes to uh, kill the Joker, you know, Batman's, you know, telling her, like, hey, you know, what will vengeance solve? And you just, you know, go to the police. And she's like, no, nah, I'm going to kill him anyway. Um, so he tries to talk her out of it and convince her that, you know, she just lets it go. They can, they can go home and live happily ever after. And she just, her rage and anger is too much to bear she can't forgive you know anger and rage is too much so she um then one of the dumbest scenes of the fucking movie uh is when uh fucking max looks at her and goes selena selena kyle you're fired and then he goes bruce why are you dressed up like the batman and she goes he is batman Batman. you idiot (laughs) or no she calls him a moron (laughs) Yeah, then he like starts to unload a, unloads on her with this uh, pistol and yeah, she shoots her like four or five times. Right, and each time she's still standing, and eventually he runs out of bullets. And at that point, she is now at her was eighth or the eighth life or ninth life. She Something says like that, it. Yeah. She uh, pretty much tells him, you know, I think I'll save one for Christmas. And uh, she um, proceeds to um, make out with him with that stun gun that she uh, she took at the beginning of the movie. She starts making out with him with the stun gun, basically violently electrocuting both of them, um, causing all this destruction, very electrical destruction. Yeah. so yeah pretty much after that as uh, Bruce is kind of trying to you know see if she's alive he doesn't find her body but he finds Max's body (laughs) oh my god yeah I fucking forgot about this scene where it shows fucking Max's face and it's just like ah all burnt up and shit I was like oh my god it's horrible to a skeleton yeah so Max got Gats got what was coming to him, but then oh, as as that happens, uh, behind Bruce um, is the penguin who emerges out of the water, mortally wounded, and basically um, as he's preparing to have his final attack, he doesn't have enough energy to do so, so he just falls to his death. Yeah, he grabs uh, like he grabs like the the cute umbrella or whatever, and he opens it up. He says, "Ha, ah, shit! I grabbed a cute one." And he says, "I'll kill you in a minute." <laughs> but what I need right now is a drink of ice water. Water. Just, yeah, water. He <laughs> just collapses into the into the thing. One thing that kind of tripped me out was like, how the fuck are these penguins like carrying this dude? Like they've got no, they don't have hands. They have flippers. <laughs> it looked like they were just scooting him. I don't know, but but like you said, pretty much the penguins come and I guess give him somewhat of a proper burial since no one else is going to. So they properly bury him in the waters in which we see his body floating to the bottom. And then the last scene uh, cuts to Bruce and Alfred driving around Gotham City in the snow on Christmas. Um, or I don't know if it's Christmas yet, but... He sees a shadow in the alley, which looks a little bit like Selena. So he asks Alfred to stop the car and goes into the alley and finds a black stray cat. And 
he takes the cat with him and and he uh drives off and then the closing scene we got the closing scene in which uh we see the bat signal being lit up and we see selena catwoman appearing looking um over the uh, bat signal i guess hinting they're, they're revealing that she is still alive yep. and then we go into the the yep. credits so the end of the movie yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the Batman Returns movie itself. But um, I guess just a few fun facts. Um, I was reading up here, which this... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was trying to put my hat back on over my headphones. It didn't work. Well, I was going to say, um, just guess some fun facts about the making of this movie. There was a lot of... Um, well, there was a lot of, you know... A lot of stuff going on to get this movie made as far as writers because yep. Tim Burton he um he wasn't quite um he wasn't quite agreeing with the direction that I guess the former writer wanted to go into so he decided to hire another writer um to write the movie which some of the first drafts of the movie actually were a little different in which one of the first drafts of the movie was Harvey Dent, who was played by Harvey, I'm sorry, Harvey Dent, that was originally played by Billy D. Williams in the first, in one, yeah. the first Batman. He was originally supposed to become Two Face in Batman Returns, so kinda, that idea was scrapped. I'm kind of curious about how that would actually turn out. Hang on, just a second. I'm back. I had to, had to grab yeah. cigarettes for a bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, like, I agree. I, I mean, Billy D. Williams, of course, he's a legendary actor, phenomenal, so I, I'm pretty sure he could have pulled it off, um, depending on the direction that they wanted to go, but that was, uh, Tommy Lee Jones in the next movie that we're going to cover. Yeah, we're going to get into that next time. But, um, yeah, he uh, was originally, you know, that was the original draft, um, is to have Harvey Dent um, in the film. But another um, original draft was to introduce Robin to this one, which, as you just touched on, we'll be touching on all that Batman Forever, which um, I think this is most interesting that originally Marlon Wayans was signed on to play Robin. Which Are you I wonder how that. Yeah, um, it says that he was um, he signed on to play um, Robin. Um, that just sounds so weird. <laughs> does I mean I guess because we've come to know Marlon Wayans as one of the most funniest comedians, but um, but I don't know. Like when you think back on it, I mean he did GI Joe, which. I mean, as far as G.I. Joe goes, I haven't seen that in a while, but, I mean, I don't know. I, he could have pulled it off. I mean, this was him in his younger so. years. Able to pull it off. I don't know, but but that's basically it. That's definitely an interesting fact that we would have gotten Marlon Wayne's one of the Wayne's brothers, as Robin. Um, yeah, that's. I guess that's probably one of the most interesting facts that I came across. Buddy, wait, I'm but, um, 
Wait, just but this, uh, um, but as far as any other interesting facts, I mean, we already kind of touched on some of it at the beginning as far as, um, you know, this, this specific film being a little more in a different direction than the first film as far as darker and everything yeah. else. So a lot of, a lot of parents were not really too happy about, you know, what this film actually ended up being into which this film actually ended up while it was still a you know still a success in the box office critically it was kind of mixed reviews so end up end up leading into the end up leading into Joel Schumacher being hired as ex Batman director which we're going to get to touch on that in the next episode but um Batman Forever, which uh, I'll say it's 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 a bad movie, but it's not it's not as bad as Batman and Robin. <laughs> it was wasn't yeah. it was okay. We're gonna get to we're gonna get into it. I'm definitely gonna have a lot to say about Batman Forever and Batman Robin, definitely. Um, but yeah, pretty much you know that's what led into that. Um, but yeah, this film was a success. You know, yep. was big box big box office success. It just critically it didn't do yeah. too well. Um, but everybody, yeah, but everybody praised the performance of Michelle Pfeiffer, of course, and, um, you know, the, the road that they went down. Um, I also read here that, um, I think, uh, Burgess Meredith was supposed to have made a cameo in this film. I think he was actually supposed to have been, um, was originally supposed to have been Paul, Paul Rubin's character as Oswald's parents. I think he passed which, away that long, uh. Is it, was it before this movie came out? Yeah, no, it was actually passed well, away in '97. So they said that he had gotten ill around this time, so that's the reason why he didn't actually um, he didn't actually sign on to do it. Which anybody who's familiar with the 1960s yeah, um, campy Batman, painting. yeah. So um, yeah, that would have been an interesting cameo. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of things really. I mean, I mean a lot of things to touch on, but. For the most part, I think we touched on some of the more interesting facts, but yep. um, like I said, as far as my closing thoughts on this movie, I mean, as far as soundtrack-wise, I mean, we didn't really touch on that, but it's pretty much the same. Danny Elfman, yep. you know, same pretty much... Same beautiful orchestric soundtrack as the first movie. Um, yeah, even, same score. Yeah, it even includes the, the opening track from the beginning of the of Batman that opening theme it just there's like a little it doesn't show like the whole thing i don't think just like part of it um it's a little more different tech on it yeah but um but yeah um you know the soundtrack is pretty much the same and um uh no really nobody as far like prince did the last one nobody really did any actual music music for the soundtrack um but my closing thoughts on the movie like you know i i love batman returns you know like i said i I I enjoyed the darker, you know, the darker tone of this one, and, um, you know, I could see what they were going for, and, I mean, even though it didn't really turn out as far as the way they may have wanted it to, you know, it, I mean, it, it still was, you know, it's definitely still up there with the original Batman films oh, yeah. with the first two, oh, yeah, to me. Definitely. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have uh, I have pretty much the same the same thoughts really as you have. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good Batman movie for what it is. It's uh you know it's dark, 
It's uh, it's gritty. It's violent. It's uh, it's everything that I like about Batman. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just what more could you ask for? I mean, and then knowing that knowing what this movie is versus what the next ones come up, like yeah, it's ten times better than anything that comes after that oh. until 2005 when Batman Begins come out. Yeah, pretty kind of a departure. I mean, uh, once we get into Batman Forever next week, we'll you know discuss some of the facts about that one that I've you know read up on as far as the original tone of that one was actually supposed to be darker than it turned out to be. Um, but yeah, as far as Batman Returns go, I enjoyed watching it, and I think I messaged you the other day ago, and I was like, we actually watched this one time. One time you came over and. Um, stayed all night at my house and uh, you probably don't remember because it was so long ago but for some reason I was just thinking like one day I was like me and Alex actually watched this one time because <laughs> we watched it on Hulu yeah, like I don't know why I remember it so vividly was it the time Maybe, that... I think the reason why I... But... I was, say, was it the time of thinking where was it, was it like my 21st birthday or was it before that it was either that or the time we went to go see it because I think you spent the night over yeah, my house that yeah. night. So it was either one of those nights. So whatever the case was, it was like the next day. I remember we watched it before I took you um, took you back to your place. But but anyway, that was just a little funny thing I was thinking about. I was like, we actually watched this before, but he probably doesn't even remember it. But, um, but yeah, I enjoyed watching Batman Returns. And oh, that's it for Batman Returns 1992. And yep. the next time we come to you hopefully we'll be able to come to you at our regular time but of course like you know we just conflict with yesterday so we couldn't do it when we want it but hopefully we get to we get to come to you at our regular time uh yeah, sunday next, yeah sunday should definitely be our regular time because i have nothing planned so i'll be home i'll be home all weekend yeah, so we'll, so we'll be back at the regular time but um as far as next time goes, um, we will be reviewing and watching Batman Forever 1995, directed oh, by Joel <laughs> Schumacher, which I know Alex is dreading this. I Absolutely. personally, I, <laughs> I, I have to admit, I'm I'm excited because this is the Batmans that I personally grew up on, even yeah. though they they have a lot of, you know, they have to eat a, a ton of shit, but, you yeah. know, at the end of the day... You know, they're the ones I grew up on specifically, so they're the ones that I remember a little more vividly, you know, as far as growing up. But anyway, we'll have our chance to to debate and discuss what was, I guess, okay with film, what we didn't like, and so forth. And next time uh, in Batman Forever, we will be, we got Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. It's Harvey Dent. And then we have the boy Wonder himself joining the cast as Robin, as Chris O'Donnell. And, Mr. Chris O'Donnell. Um, and we also have a new Batman, unfortunately. I'll say that, unfortunately. Yep. Even though I'll say, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like I said, next time we'll be able to say, I mean, I didn't exactly dislike Val Kimmer as Batman, but again, this is was... where... Yeah, I thought Val Kilmer was just, he was really bland. Like, he was just like, just some of the stuff that he says in there was just really bland. Yeah, definitely not really a 
I say we'll get into it more when we go over Batman Forever's, but that's what we'll be discussing next time. And again, I hope. Well, I forgot to mention Nicole Kidman um, is in that as well. So, um, but we'll be discussing Batman Forever next time, and I'm looking forward to it. Alex probably isn't, but I am. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking but, forward. I'm looking forward to, the, to tearing it apart. Not necessarily about watching it, but you know, if we got to do, hey, do for the pod, wa- man. Right. Hey, you might watch it and start. You know, you might see some things like, hey, you know, I didn't really remember this, but we'll discuss more about it next week. But until then, I am Alfred Gar, one of your hosts of We Grew Up on Podcasts, and you are. I am Alex Warner, your other host of We Grew Up on Blockbuster, and this is Paula. Yeah, guest starring Paula. She's looking at me like, who are you? <laughs> guest starring Paula. And next time, Paula might yeah, be in baby. bed when we do it. <laughs> but we are signing off. We do thank you anybody for tuning in this evening. And until next time, I'm trying to think of a quote from Batman Returns. Um, take us something. Uh, I'm trying to think. What's a good quote to end the show? Um, uh, shit, honestly, I can't think of anything, really. Yeah. How about we go as far as, well, I guess I'll quote something Selena Kyle said. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Roar. No, <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go with that. Um, Christopher Walton, he has some pretty good lines, but. Anyway, we'll, I'll think of something next time. Batman <laughs> Returns is good, but not really any one-liners like we have yeah, in the first Batman. And a lot of and a lot, a lot of one-liners that we're going to have in Batman Forever. But until then, again, I am Alfred. This is Alex, and catch you guys next time. Peace out, guys. See you next time. <laughs>